you are so universally recognizable would have caused quite a tabloid stir if you'd stopped by someone's table in a uniform to ask how they liked their eggs, I joked. She laughed, but I knew Melissa was just as much of a fighter. I've seen her in commercial breaks during one of my shows selling skin cream that promises to reduce craping. I bought a tube. On the same day, I was flipping through her new cookbook. She's magnificent at finding an opening to cleverly capitalize on what's hot. I love that about her. Maybe Michael knew how to pick worker bee kids, I went on. Or maybe we learned watching him work himself to death every day. Perhaps a bit of both. Either way, we all graduated from his care as nose-to-the-grindstone workers. I think that's why none of us ended up in rehab or sticking up a convenience store, she said. I don't think any of us could stand the thought of him seeing our mugshot. I think Half Pint was onto something. Melissa Francis is live and conquered with the latest on that story. That was my cue. I stared into the camera lens, a black abyss that sucked the breath from my body. I could hear my photographer's boots as he shifted behind the camera, waiting. Nothing else. This moment was exactly what I'd worked so hard for, fought for, cajoled, stretched the truth, charmed, and begged for. And I was choking, big time. I'd done so much to claw my way to this opportunity. I'd taken enormous gambles, like chucking a childhood acting career into the waste bin and moving as far across the country as I possibly could. I had spread out my college acceptance letters on the kitchen table and picked Harvard, not for the name, I swear, but for the physical distance from Hollywood, 2,986 miles by car. I didn't want to be tempted by a smooth-talking agent or strong-armed by my mother to pop back into town for a quick audition. A five-hour plane ride clear across the continent hung up the phone on that conversation. I was going cold turkey on Hollywood. During that first brisk fall, I trudged through Harvard Yard, crunching pumpkin-colored leaves under my new lace-up duck boots, and, just like Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde, I gaped in delighted awe at the centuries-old dorms. I thought about what I might transform myself into in the future and what to study to get there. The choices were dazzling. Near Eastern religion, romance, languages, frozen heroes, plant sex, all very tempting. Ultimately, the economics department seemed the right fit. Dissecting the country's balance sheet, studying what breathed life into an expansion and what hobbled a healthy economic growth spurt, appealed to my curiosity and my sense of order. Plus, I'm a huge nerd. I was drawn to politics, but here the debate from both sides would be sorted, organized, and reasoned with math. Proof. Using unbiased hard numbers to prove or disprove political theory? I loved the very idea. When I went to look for a summer internship after my freshman year, though, I knew I didn't want to sit at a desk every day. My first career, my first lifetime had been spent under the dazzling lights of the entertainment industry in front of the camera. Earning a paycheck now in front of a computer wouldn't hold my attention for long. I had been spoiled by a life where people seemed to believe that what I did held a kind of magic, even if I knew better. I couldn't quietly type up reports in a dimly lit cubicle now. 
I'd gone to the career counseling office and flipped through the black three-ring binders filled with postings for summer interns. Consultants, analysts, I wasn't totally sure what I was qualified to analyze at this point. A listing in the 40th binder caught my attention. KTTV, the local Fox affiliate in Los Angeles, was looking for an intern to hop on the assignment desk with an ear to the police scanner and an eye on the breaking news wires keeping track of reporters, making sure the show producers had the latest updates on raging fires and high-speed car chases, greasing the wheels of production as the entire machine careens towards showtime. This held promise. And I thought, they'll let me do this for free? I don't have to pay for the education? What luck! I worked that summer with the station's assignment manager, Carol Brashears. With her elegant dress, and spectacles perched on her nose when they weren't dangling from a chair.